Welcome back to Wacky Teacherpreneurs Tell All. This episode is all about how to make money while you're on vacation. And I, Jess is doing all sorts of funny movements to demonstrate what I'm talking about. So you'll have to check us out on YouTube. I'm actually petting my dog right now. She's kind of being needy. Um, I should show her so that we can entice people to check out our um, YouTube channel. If you want to see my doggy. Um, and we she's just a little puppy. Aren't you? Are you a little puppy? You got a summer haircut, I see. Yes. She used to, she's she's um anyways, this is not about making money. Um puppy. But our episode money. will be about making money. Yes, she takes money. But in my background, you still have grease in your background. You're obsessed with grease. My background is um, a picture of a lot of evergreen trees because while I was on vacation for 10 days, I was making lots of money because I uh, had an evergreen funnel, and we'll talk about what that means, uh, running while I was on vacation. And I was able to make $1,600. And I didn't do anything really. When, when I was on vacation, I mean, I checked my email. Um, I definitely had to do that. But yeah, I'm going to talk about and explain how I did that. I made $1,600 in the 10 days that I was on vacation. Woohoo! Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw. Unfiltered. Real. Let's get started. All right. So tell me, how did you make $1,600 while you were on vacation? Okay. So just uh, complete transparency. A lot of the things that I put uh, into action were already created. So before I went on vacation uh, for the, the the few weeks before I went, I decided to set up an evergreen webinar funnel. Okay. And so I, to, to set that up, I needed some tools. So I used, um, I used Facebook ads. I used Kajabi, um, and uh, the platform could, cause I, that's what I house all of my, my email list and all of my, the forms that I use to capture people's emails, um, all of the emails that I send, my courses, my curriculum, uh, like webinar replay, sales page, like sales pages, all of that is through Kajabi. Um, and so I used Kajabi. I also used Optin Monster and a pop-up on my website. And uh, I think those were all the tools that I needed to set this all up. And uh, do you have any questions so far? 
Facebook ads, Kajabi opt-in monster. Yes. Okay. So th- those are the tools that I used. And so, uh, oh, and Zoom because and, oh, and Canva, because I created my slides using Canva for the webinar and I use Zoom to record, to pre-record the webinar. And this is a webinar that I had done before. And so I had, I already knew that it converted, like converted meaning the webinar led to sales. And so I already knew it had a very good conversion rate. And so, um, and the webinar is only an hour long and, um, yeah. And, and so basically there's so many pieces and like moving parts to this, um, and some tech, you know, some tech knowledge that you need to like put something like this in, in place. But I really do think that teacherpreneurs and, and teachers on TPT sales go down in the summer. I mean, not, not all teachers have sales go down. Like if you have a lot of products that are for like summer school and things, like for some reason, my poetry unit sells really well, well in the summer. Uh, Cause I think summer school teachers are like, Oh, I'm going to do poetry, you know, for some reason, I don't know. Um, but like sales go down. And so how can you keep making money in the summer? Well, my answer is webinars and, and hosting trainings for teachers uh, and, 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 you're not just training during the webinar, uh, you're selling a product, you know, to the people that attend your webinar related to the topic of the training. Um, and so what was, what was your training called? It was, uh, what was the exact, uh, three steps to, I should go look it up real quick. For building student independence in a secondary English classroom. So I just broke down like the three steps that teachers need to take in order to help students become more independent learners in their class, which really is the ultimate goal, uh, especially when it comes to equity, you know, and like helping all students uh, learn how to become like better students, you know, and like be independent learners and be self-starters, uh, motivated to, uh, do well in their, in their English classes. And, uh, but really the, the webinar, I only teach content and and it's, you know, I, I try and make it as valuable as possible and it's free, uh, for about 30 minutes. And then the next 30 minutes is like, look, like if you want to fast track uh, your progress with this, you need to sign up for my program, Empower English Teachers Now. And so then the rest of the webinar, I explain what my program is, how it will fast track their progress and, um, you know, what's inside my program and why it would benefit them things like that. So, I mean, webinars really are like a sales tactic, uh, but they're all, you're also providing value as well. And so, and I, I really like at the beginning of my webinars, I always explain that, you know, I'm going to really help you out for free and give you lots of valuable information, 
But I also want to tell you about how my program can help you even more for the entire school year, like how I could how how I could support you even further beyond this webinar, you know, and so it's like really um I'm very upfront about it. You know, I'm not like pretend like pretending that I'm giving information, but really I'm selling, you know, because I know a lot of teachers feel, you know, kind of icky about like the sales person kind of way of being. But anyways, so I pre-recorded the the webinar and because when I when I did it, I think it was last summer or maybe last August, uh, it wasn't relevant anymore. And I was like, uh, it just wasn't as, uh, I, I updated it and made it uh, more timely, I guess. And then, so then I pre-recorded it. Um, and so when someone signed up, like either through my Facebook ad or through the pop-up on my website, and I also sent emails to my email list, I like, scheduled a whole bunch of emails to go out telling people about the webinar and then they would immediately be taken to the page with the webinar on it and I had timestamps uh for like if someone was in a hurry and then as soon as they signed up for the webinar they they were assigned to an email sequence uh that went out and the email sequence was kind of like reminding them to watch the webinar, that there was a deadline, that the webinar was not going to be available forever, um, that it was going to be, um, it was going to go away. And uh, July 9th was the day, the deadline. So deadlines are important with this. And, um, and then like, yeah, a series of emails went out and I scheduled them. I wrote them all ahead of time. Uh, to people who signed up to view the webinar selling my program. Um, and there, I think there were like six or seven emails that went out over the course of while I was on vacation. And, um, and then the money started coming in, you know, and people are really happy. And then once they signed up for my program, there's another email sequence that goes out that's like a welcome sequence, you know, and it's helping teachers who signed up for my program get the most benefit and value out of it. Um, so it's a lot of writing emails <laughs> and creating slides and recording those slides. And I mean, really it's email marketing is, is what it is. Um, I got to go let my dog out because she's like scratching on the door. What questions do you have? Okay. Um, well, I was wondering how much are you selling your program for? Is it weird to say that because you might change the price or? Oh like, yeah. No, I change the price all the time. And I love that question. Um, so I actually came up, I, I mean, I've, I've played around with price a lot. And I think one of the most important things that I learned from being part of YDP, your data playbook is the price of your products, like that's one, what they call lever that you can pull and play around with. Uh-oh, my dog's bother bothering my daughter. Um, <laughs> I just let my, did you hear her scream? No. Oh, <laughs> she just screamed. Uh, it's a lever that you can kind of uh, experiment with to see and optimize to see what's going to 
work the best. And so um, I had three options for people. Can you hear that? No. Okay, good. Aria is making noise. Um, Three options. So one of the options was to sign up monthly. Um, And so that option was only $25 a month, but I added a setup fee, which I learned from YDP too, um, because the value of everything inside the library, the Empower English Teachers Now library is over $1,000. So there's a year-long curriculum. There's um, my equity book talk series. There's two courses. I mean, it's a lot of stuff um, and it's worth over $1,000. So to just charge $25 a month, like I need to cover the cost of all of this and the labor. And so I added a setup fee of of $60. So someone could get in and get all of this stuff for only like $90. Um, and so, uh, $65 and $25 anyways. And, and then they'd have to pay $25 every month, uh, to stay and to continue accessing everything and they, and they can cancel anytime. So that was one, what I was one of the options. And then the other one was um, sign up yearly. And that was like, so that's like a recurring yearly fee of like 130 or something, or to sign up for lifetime access, which was like 315 or something, which all of this, like, in my opinion, I am, (laughs) this is very cheap for what I'm giving like it is very I'm almost undervaluing like what I have but I just the economy and the way that like teachers right now the burned out like nature of our profession you know the the teacher shortage crisis all of this like teachers really kind of refusing to spend their own money on anything, you know, for their classroom, like all of that is very understandable. And so I, my pricing is taking all of that into consideration. And I really do think that what I have to offer is extremely valuable. And like my purpose and my goal is to help teachers. And and so I want this to be accessible to as many teachers as possible. So I'm really like my price has probably never been as cheap as it is right now. Um, So question, when you're looking at your total sales, have you broken down like where, which one was the biggest, um, like which one did people go for the most? The year. The The year. year. Yep. So like getting all of that stuff for like $120 is a really good deal. It's such yeah. a good deal. So most, I think I had a couple people, maybe I can't remember. I think it was only one person sign up for, um, for the lifetime access. Yeah. Most people signed up for the year. I think I had a few, few people sign up for the monthly. And one of them was like, why the month, why the setup fee? And I had to kind of explain that, <laughs> you know, like, if I just let anyone come in here for $25, they could pay $25, get all my stuff and then 
peace out. And it's like, geez, you know, like I wasn't even compensated for all of this work that I've done. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's really, really awesome to have kind of a system. And like, once you write all the emails, once you create the sales page, once you create the slides for the webinar, it's done. And all you have to do is go back in there and update it every, you know, so often. And I mean, you don't have to have a year long curriculum to do this. You could just take whatever your most expensive bundle is, sell that through a webinar, you know? So that's it. Do you have any other questions? Um, gosh, my head is just buzzing because you, you do so many things that I've never done before, you know? And so it's so overwhelming to think about, but so like, I mean, you say webinar, but isn't it just like a video that you're uploading to Kajabi and then people have access to that video? Like, is nope. that how it works? Like, is it like an MP4 or something? Like, like, it would, like, what are you putting in Kajabi, like, to make it just automatically, like, play for people? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I could even share my screen right now if you want. This is actually in, like, so I had to put it in draft mode. Um, yeah, so, be, to, so that it would expire. Do you want me to share my screen here? That was another question is, like... How did you get it to expire on July 9th? I put it in draft mode. I mean, there's platforms you can use that can do that for you. But like, can you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is the page that people were directed to once they signed up. Um, and right now it's in draft. So no one, like if someone tried to view this, they wouldn't be able to. Um I'm curious if they if they were able to put this URL in though. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm going to try that after we do, we're done recording. But so this is what it looks like. So see, um, this is the button. So they just press play. I, it's just a video embedded into a page, and they can press play. They can watch it like at high speed, um, and then like this is the link to my sales page that I talk about in the webinar. And then there's like a timer and I say this replay and offer expired July 9th. And then I also have timestamps for like what I covered. So they could, if they wanted, they could just skip to whatever um, in the webinar. And like here, Welcome to the three steps for there it is. Like, I'm just, you know, sharing my screen and like, it's, you know, like, I'm just going through here and just showing you a little bit about it. This is when I start talking about uh, my my Empower English Teachers Now um, materials and things. So yeah, this is just like what the replay page looks like. Great. It's just all in Kajabi. And But you call it a webinar. Are you actually interacting with like... Like you said you had to redo it a little bit. So you're not interacting with anybody in the comments, right? Nope. Nope. I'm not. But there are platforms that you can pay for where it can seem like there's chat going on. And yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't do that. And actually I am running another, uh, like I'm launching and selling my program again in like a week and a half. 
Uh, and again, I'm reusing things that I used, you know, a year or two ago. Uh, it's a three day planning, like workshop teacher planning boot camp, And it's just three webinars, you know, and I am coming on live because live is really like the best way to make money, honestly, because the people that you're selling to are interacting with you and you're building that like, like no trust um, and confidence in you and your product. And people are more likely to buy, you know, if they know you and they trust you and they believe that you are an expert in this, you know, whatever the topic is, subject area. And so I'm doing three, uh, I'm doing three days and it's just three webinars. So I'm coming on at 11 a.m., and I just use YouTube live. And then I embedded each video onto a page on Kajabi. And so, and then there's comments for YouTube live. And so people who come live can talk to me live. And then after the three days, I'm going to, you know, and the, the the three days is related to my, my, what I'm selling. Um, so whenever you do a webinar, you really want to connect it to whatever you're selling. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Anything else? I love it. I don't know. My head is buzzing, but I think that you're going to give people a lot of really great ideas for things that they can do. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. And I think even this summer, if you want, you could try and like write your emails, um, figure out what your webinar topic is going to be, you know, create a slideshow. And even like, if you try it, and only like two people show up, it's practice. I've done so many webinars. I've done like hundreds and it is hard, especially when no one shows up, (laughs) you know, or only a few people show up. And usually, you know, it's because you're a beginner and maybe you didn't, you know, get as many people as you wanted. Like it's basically getting exposure. And that's where the Facebook ads come in. That's where the email list comes in or social media. If you like social media, I mean, I didn't post any social media except for my Facebook ad, which I, I think when you do Facebook ads, I know that it does post to Instagram, um, the, the webinar, uh, and I did, I just did a traffic ad. So like with Facebook ads, you can do a traffic ad and that's cheaper than doing a conversion ad. And so what I did was I did a traffic ad and I used two different ads. I tested two different ads. I did one that was just like an image of the webinar. And then I did another one that was a video of me in my backyard talking about it. (laughs) And of course the video of me talking about it did way better And so I left, I turned off the one with the image and just left, left the video one going. And like, it was, I I mean, I think the cost per result, which is the number you really want to pay attention to, it was like, like close to a dollar or something, which is really pretty cheap. Um, So for people that just go and click the link to get to the webinar sign up page. So it was just traffic. But if you do a conversion ad, you're trying to get your your goal is to get people to sign up. And so it's more expensive because Facebook is going to show your ad 
to people that it ha- it knows sign up for things, right? So like, I just recently saw a Facebook ad for like how to get in the best shape of your life in your 40s. <laughs> I saw a Facebook ad like that. And I'm like, how do they know that I want this? It's so weird. Like, how do they even know that I'm trying to get into the best shape of my life in my 40s? And I was just like really curious because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm like, I wonder what this lady's funnel looks like. And I'm curious about the funnel or her content. So I signed up. Now Facebook knows that I'm someone that does convert when it comes to health stuff on Facebook. And now I'm probably going to see more ads on Facebook about health. Um, and so, yeah, you kind of got to be careful about what you like and what you do on Facebook because they know all, um, okay. One, one burning question is like, what was your Facebook ad budget? Like, what did you go into it thinking you were going to spend? And like, when you say you make the 1600, are you like taking out what you had to spend on Facebook ads? Um, well, I didn't spend much on, on Facebook ads at all. Okay. Um, so I, I, I think it was like $25 a day, um, was the limit was the max limit. Um, and I don't think I used that every day. And I think my ad was only running for like five or six days. Um, and honestly, like I could have been much more, um, focused on the numbers. That is one, like (laughs) one thing that I, can improve on as an entrepreneur, we really, really do need to focus on numbers. And so like figuring out how many people signed up for the webinar that were from Facebook versus how many people signed up that were from my email list. Cause I was like emailing, promoting it too. I didn't really care. I was just like, just give me some people to sign up for my webinar. Um, And I think I had I mean, yeah. And I haven't like actually, cause I do recommend doing a data debrief is what it's called after your webinar. And I tracked, I did track a lot of the numbers. I'm like on my computer right now looking, um, about like how many people signed up on what day, what promote, what did I do to promote on that day? Um, so yeah, I had 83 people sign up for the webinar. Right. And, um, and so I have like, I'm using a Google spreadsheet and I have day one to day 13 rows. Right. And then the date and then the number of new leads and then the number of sales and then the strategy I used and then any notes. So like I have like on day one, I, um, had, um, I started my Facebook traffic ads uh, ad and it, the video and image. And then I had a pop-up on my website and I also posted on my Facebook page. Um, I got zero leads, zero sales. Um, and on day two, I promoted to my email list and I had a pop-up on my website and my Facebook ad was still running as well. And I had 27 new leads. So like my email list, I think is the best place that I got leads. Um, And I think I realized that like halfway through and turned the the Facebook ad off. 
So I probably only got maybe like of the 83 people who signed up, maybe like four or five from the Facebook ad. And I think I ended up spending maybe like $50 or so on the Facebook ad, but I'm not sure exactly. Um, I don't know. Well, I was just wondering what advice would you have to someone that didn't have like much of an email list? Like if they had to rely on a Facebook ad, would you like, how would you go about it? Like spending more money per day, maybe you, yeah, well, you're definitely going to get more, uh, like people seeing your ad, you know, the more money that you're spending. Um, I mean, that's just how it works. And so if you don't have a big email list, Facebook ads are a way to build your email list. And actually, you know, Courtney Foster Donahue, she talks a lot about how you can make money and build your email list at the same time with kind of, what does she call them? Pocket products. So like a product that is very high value or really cheap like $20, $30, $40. So you can actually, so someone who buys that product, um, they're also on your email list now. So like you just got like through a Facebook ad, you got someone to buy your product and you got an email. So I love that idea that like, you don't have to constantly be giving free stuff away to build your email list. You know what I mean? I love that. That's really smart. Um, But yeah, we should uh, probably wrap up because this yes. is like a ton of information in one episode. Was, and I really hope was, that it I helps. Think this was our best episode yet. This was amazing. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, All right. Okay. Bye, Are everyone. Good? good luck on your evergreen journey. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.